0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Sprint Race. I hope you all had an amazing motorsport free break, but I for one am super happy to be back with the first episode of the year and it's all about Formula E. Yes, the 2023 Formula E season has officially begun and we're going to be covering every single race this season from Mexico all the way to the finale in London. Now there have been many notable changes in Formula E, probably too many to say in this podcast. Ever since the season wrapped in Seoul, uh, there have been some new cities added to the calendar, there have been some returning drivers to the series, and of course season 9 is the introduction of Generation 3. The season kicked off this weekend in Mexico City, and it was the first official race for the new car. After pre-season testing wrapped in Valencia, we had a fairly decent idea of who we thought would be in contention for potentially the title this season, but in all honesty, we didn't really know until this weekend. And if, like me, you followed Formula E from the start, then you'll have felt much of the same anticipation that I felt yesterday for the beginning of this race. In fact, I I was so excited before the race, I really wanted to just take a moment before the season started properly, just to look back at how far the sport has come in less than a decade, from the innovation, including the new car, to the amount of fans that came to the race. Going to a number of races last year and speaking to many of the folks involved in the sport, be it the drivers, the teams, photographers, journalists, it's clear to me that everyone who I met felt like they were part of something really special. And the sport continues to grow. Many of the races last year were total sellouts, and at the Mexico e yesterday, it's estimated that about 50,000 people were in attendance. One of my favourite things about Formula E is that everything happens on the same day, which was brilliant yesterday because the qualifying result left me in a state of shock. As I mentioned about the pre-season testing, I fully expected to see some of last year's winners and title contenders be a little bit more competitive this weekend. The likes of Mitch Evans and Sam Bird from Jaguar, the current reigning champion Stoffel Van Dorn. And the two time Formula E champion Jean Eric Verne in the DS Penske all missed out on the duels. And this was a huge surprise to me and I think to many other fans as well. The duels featured some surprising additions, including the new Nissan rookie Fenestras and Dan Tickton for Neo. In the end, it was the London E-Pre winners Lucas Degrassi and Jake Dennis who were fighting out for pole, pole position, and the bonus three points went to Degrassi. I've said it on here before, but the addition of the duels in Formula E is an inspired decision. Now given that this was race one for the year, and with the big changes including the car, there was likely to have been some reliability issues. That was my expectation, at least, and I was completely wrong. With the exception of poor Sam Bird, who seemed to have had a fairly unreliable weekend or round, and after missing the final two races of last year, I was really hoping that Sam could get back and be near the front again. I'm still hoping that, and I very much think that this is just a bad spell and that he will be back stronger from this. During the duels, I thought that Jake Dennis looked completely on form. During one of the sessions, he actually hit a bollard and lost part of his front wing, but still managed to progress to the final. So it was no surprise that he was pressing Degrassi from the start of the race. However, during the race itself, Degrassi actually went wide, which let Dennis through. So they didn't actually have as tight a battle as I thought they were going to have. But then after that, Dennis just completely dominated the rest of the race. And he actually went on to finish a stunning seven seconds ahead of Pascal Verline. Verline, another driver who I thought was very consistent throughout the weekend. I mentioned the anticipation in the build up for this race. Truthfully told, I wasn't exactly sure how the racing itself would be. I know that these cars can follow very closely to one another without disturbing too much of the aerodynamic balance. But until the race had started, you never really know for sure what is going to happen. Well, after some stunning final laps, we now know that these cars can handle some exceptionally close wheel-to-wheel action. It was brilliant watching degrassi defending to the likes of the rookie jake hughes who himself was trying to fight off the ever experienced head of andre lotterer the fact that after a few laps sebastian buemi actually joined the back of this train of cars and that just showed how much defending was going on degrassi who by the way, has raced in every single Formula E race that there has ever been, somehow managed to hold on to third place, and what a drive it was from him. I also particularly enjoyed Lotterer's overtake on Hughes, who again was trying to overtake Degrassi whilst keeping an eye in his rearview mirror. Lotterer came out of nowhere, down the inside, and at the time, I was shouting at my TV. It's safe to say that I am delighted that Formula E is back on our screens. I will hopefully be heading to some of the races this year again, and I look forward to getting some of this post-race reaction from the drivers themselves. The race win was thoroughly deserved by Jake Dennis. Let's see if he can carry that momentum into the rest of the season. The next race is in Saudi Arabia in just two weeks time will be back then with another episode so until next time thank you very much for tuning in